I want to read this to you, Ephesians 3.20. This is an Amplified Classic Bible. Now in him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Hi, my name is Lee Klein, and Jesus is preparing us for eternity. He's showing us who he is, how to live here on the earth, how to be that witness, how to be ready. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you. You're so very good to us. I can't just thank you enough for being who you are, for that love that you portray toward us. We love you. Thank you for showing us your way today. Just take over, love you and praise you, give you all the glory. So today I'm going to share with you what God did. So um, it started about maybe three weeks ago. I heard him tell me to stop drinking coffee. And I didn't want to, but I actually did for a day. I stopped. I didn't have any coffee. I didn't feel good. Felt like I had the flu. Of course, if you drink coffee and you go without, you know what I'm talking about. And then the next morning, um, I heard the enemy say, oh, you can have coffee. I didn't know it then, but I know now I heard the enemy say that. And I should know better, but, you know, it's what I wanted to hear. And that's what we do. <laughs> we What we want to hear, we go with. And so um, I wasn't honoring God and, you know, double-checking with him. I just went with my flesh. And then before, you know, I, I, after the days went by, I heard, um, oh, you can have two cups when you get up. Don't wait to have your second cup later. And I knew that was the enemy. I didn't have two cups. And really, I'm the kind of person that doesn't need coffee. I have a lot of energy, and I just, especially when I get filled up on Jesus, I don't need coffee. But it, it, pretty soon, it got to be where I was having three cups of coffee a day. And it was it was too much. And I drank a strong drink, a strong cup of coffee. And so actually, when he told me to quit coffee, it was when I was asking him for something. And that was a directive that he gave me to quit coffee. And so anyway, that really has nothing to do with anything that I'm going to share today. But I don't know um, exactly how long I was doing that, a couple of weeks drinking too much coffee. And um, it was it was just not this last weekend, but the weekend before, right after the weekend, I got sick. I had an attack. And um, well, I couldn't lift my left leg. I felt terrible. And... Um, it just seemed like all signs of a stroke. And so I believe I did have a stroke. That's what I believe God showed me. And, um, of course, um, you would think the first thing you want to do is run to the hospital. But that's not what I normally do. And I have so many reasons, but my first reason is I trust Jesus. And he started showing me after 
uh, a few days, which I, I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. All I did is sleep. And I didn't know at first what was wrong with me. Um, I knew it was enough that I probably should have went to the hospital, but I didn't. And so anyway, over, over the course of a few days, I started realizing, you know, Googling your, your symptoms and everything. It's the only thing that added up. And I felt like that's what God was saying. And so um, I started taking my blood pressure, which was, I always had like perfect blood pressure. I mean, I take it once in a while and it's 125 over 70, usually something like that. And it was up. It, it was definitely up. And then I actually started not drinking coffee at all. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember when I stopped drinking coffee, but I knew that that was the problem he showed me that I was having too much coffee. And um, as I said, I drink some pretty strong coffee, so um, I believe that that could do it. And I was also under um, tremendous amount of stress, like um, during that couple days right before that that happened. I was going through some really hard times, and I wasn't dealing with it correctly. Usually I just cast my hair and pray and get over it, but I was letting things get to me. And so I believe that's exactly what happened. And, you know, um, most people would say, well, you, you don't have a stroke from stress, but you do because, and I don't remember exactly how it goes, but when you are stressed out, your blood, your heart has to pump harder and, um, I don't have the details of that right in front of me, but your blood has to pump harder, and so, yeah, you can end up having a stroke from stress. I couldn't feel um, part of my left side, and I, I started um, researching the after effects, and I, I had them, and um, I just have, I just had, like, um, numbness, in my feet and, and just a few things, dizziness and um, weakness for a couple days. And actually a couple days ago, I started feeling pretty perfect. And during this time, um, I, I had faith action. I went for walks. They were short walks. And um, you would think, well, that's impossible. If you had a stroke, you wouldn't be able to do all that. But you know what? With God, anything is possible. He's able to do more than you can ask or think, super abundantly more. Which reminds me of when, um, before I knew God could do anything, um, I had a tumor on my spine. And when I walked in there, at the same time, I I broke my my leg. So I was in a cast. And anyway, I, I walked in, they wanted to take the the tumor out, and they were just shocked that I was walking in there. And I didn't have any after effects from that, except for a little bit on my arm I, I can't feel and my, my finger. But God did that. He did that. And he said to tell you today, he can do more than you think he can do. You know, we freak out. Oh, I got to run to the doctor. And he can probably do more than the doctors can do. 
He can. Because really, when, when I was looking at this, there's like four or five months of recovery. And oftentimes, you don't recover from things, from, from what happens when you have a stroke. And so I'm elated. I'm excited to tell you. And, and I was thinking, yeah, this is a heart thing. And I was really scared and almost scared enough to go in. But when he started reassuring me that he could handle this as long as I stopped drinking coffee, I hadn't stopped drinking coffee. So I haven't had coffee for quite a while. And um, I actually feel better. I feel healthy. And he started showing me about stimulants, how bad they are for you. And, you know, I know this already, but, you know, when, when you're addicted to something or you want something, you just sometimes just put those facts aside because you want to do it. And um, so I feel better. I feel excited that I don't have to depend on something to wake up which was one of the problems. He was waking me up in the morning, and I couldn't come too because I started drinking all this extra coffee. And I just want to remind you that Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come and try to take it. He knows what's going on. You know, he, he knows you're, you're seeking after to please the Lord and do what the Lord is telling you to do. So he always comes. Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. Mark 4, I think, 13 through 15. And that as soon as you hear that word, as soon as you hear God tell you something, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. But look what God did. Look what he did. He showed me, yeah, I can do anything. I can fix your heart. I can do anything. Let me read this to you again. Now to him who by, in consequence of, the action of his power that is at work within us. He's able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far above all that you dare ask or think. Your first thought would be, well, this one I really have to go to the doctor for. But in in all the years that um, I've been trusting Jesus, as I shared yesterday, I went to the doctor once, and it was because I thought I broke my hand my my wrist and um the really harder things to believe I didn't go and it depends upon what you're doing what you're feeding on are you feeding on the word of God are you feeding on the problem and the reason that happened to me is not only was I disobedient and didn't quit the coffee but I was focusing on what was hurting me the emotional thing that I was going through, and I was letting it get to me. <clears throat> the enemy is always at work to still kill and destroy in your life, and he's going to do whatever he can to kill you, to steal from you. And anyway, then the rest of this says, far above all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Now, I never even asked him, to heal me. I just said, what is happening to me? Because it just came on suddenly. I was actually sitting right here with my feet up on a stool. And suddenly it just, it just happened. And and I don't know what was happening. I was shivering. My teeth were chattering. And I I just started to have pain in my 
my left leg. And I had to lift my leg. I usually sit sideways and put my feet up. I had to lift my leg. I couldn't get in the car. I have a Jeep, so it's a little higher up. And I had to lift my leg. I had to lift my leg and bet. I, I couldn't normally go down the steps. I was like one foot, two foot kind of thing. I was scooting around the house. My leg hurt. My muscles in my leg hurt. Everything hurt in my leg. And um, I didn't even realize that I didn't feel this arm because I had injured this arm doing some yard work. And that pain was gone. And then when I could feel again, which is supposed to last longer than a couple days or a week, I could feel the pain come back in my arm from that injury. So isn't he amazing? But I wanted to say he's so amazing. I just give him glory right now. Thank you, Jesus, for doing what you did. And um, I have to say I didn't want to tell this testimony because I didn't think people would believe me because people already think I'm a little cuckoo. And um, God does a diagnosis, so they're thinking, yeah, right. But, you know, why go if you don't have to? Why spend the money? Why spend the time? Um and um, go through all the testing of them trying to figure out what happened to you when you have God living on the inside of you, and he can just tell you right then and there. I think that's exciting. I love it, and I really don't care what anybody thinks because he always rescues me, even when I'm the one who did it to myself. And that is a, that's it. You know, we always make ourselves sick. It's never him that does it. He doesn't make us sick. So beyond your highest thoughts, desires, hopes, and dreams. And I was thinking, even while I was sick, I'm like, well, if you want me to work, you know, um, I need to feel better. And this was a couple days in, and um, when I started realizing what he was saying happened to me. And, you know, he's just, I just, I'm just amazed at what he does because when you do his work the attacks that come against you the enemy comes against you to try to get you to stop you know and it was it started as you know drinking the coffee and then this emotional attack um that happened just i i think just made it all happen um with my physical body and it was an attack from the enemy he, he planned that. He planned that harassment and that oppression. And I was even teaching on that, and that's what he does. That's what he does. He's evil. And so I want to encourage you today, don't, don't worry about stuff. Get on your knees and cast your care right away and take charge of how you're feeling. Cast your care. When something upsets you, get away from it. Don't take it on. Don't, don't let the enemy put it on you. I'm embarrassed that I teach this and then I, it just happened to me. But not too embarrassed to tell you because I want to help you. I don't want to happen to you what happened to me. This power is at work within you. He can do anything. And he's able to carry out his purpose He's going to protect you and heal you 
so he can carry out his purpose. The enemy can't overrule God. He can't. God, no foe can withstand him, Psalm says. No one can be bigger than God. No one can do more than he can. Can you imagine just him taking care of you no matter what happens to you? No matter what? Even that something that has to do with your heart? Wow. Isn't he amazing? He's so amazing. And, you know, he's saying in this last day, he wants us to be that kind of witness that we can receive a supernatural miracle like that. I should still be, like, hobbling around and, and having effects for four to five months, and it's only been two weeks. And I'm great. I'm good. He wants us to go lay hands on the sick, cast out demons. He wants to be noticed for what he did. By his stripes, we were healed. We were already healed. So why aren't we running to him? Why aren't we depending on him, knowing he can do more than you even thought of? He can do more than you even thought of. Right? So in this day, he said, the workers are few, the harvest is ready. He needs us to go and to prove his will is good and perfect and that he can do anything. But first, we got to believe it in our own lives. we got to receive it. Receive it so we can go and share it. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. I'm knocking at the door of your heart. Hello, are you there? I'll come in and live on the inside of you. And do more for you than you can even ask or think. All you have to do is obey me. All I had to do is quit the coffee. And it was actually pretty easy because it was pretty scary to think what it did to me. I can do more than you can ask or think, but all you got to do is heed my voice. And if you don't, I mean, think of the opposite. If you're not heeding his voice, he's not there. got to heed his voice. Then he's going to live on the inside of you. And he's going to do more for you than you can ask or think. More than you even thought of. I didn't think. I didn't think of this. He did. He said, in here, I'm going to heal you. All you got to do is stop drinking coffee. He's just so amazing. Anyway, I want to say the prayer with you. If you want to say it with me, you can do that. Jesus, come live on the inside of me. I'm going to heed your voice. I want to be a part of you and a part of me, you a part of me. I want to be a part of your life. I want to prove your will is good and perfect. I want to receive everything you have for me and then go give away what you gave me. Thank you, Jesus. Just take a moment and feel his presence. If you really meant that, you're going to feel him right there on the inside of you.
is so good to us. I hope you said that prayer. And if you did, the way to get to know him, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. You can get to know him by getting to know the word. And then Revelation 3, 19, he said he corrects those that he loves. So he's going to correct you. He's going to teach you like he corrected me. You don't need any coffee. You don't need any stimulants. He's going to tell you what to do. So, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.